In peak season, the locals of Gullicochica make a lot of concessions to welcome the influx of tourists to their beaches and shopping areas. They accept that for a few months each year, it will be harder to find a parking spot at the grocery store, an empty pew at church, or a table at any of the local fish fry restaurants. So, some quirkiness on the part of the locals can be excused as a coping mechanism. Some traditions are just a town's way of clinging to an identity when there's just so many dang strangers around. For Gullicochicans, Christmas in July is one such tradition. What began as one house putting up decorations out of season grew over the years to involve a whole region from Gullicochica proper to the mobile homes of Hickory Point, then all the way to Pickett. Folks went all out, trimming their gutters with colorful lights, blowing up huge reindeer figures to smile at passersby. Even the island started participating after a while, setting up a life-size nativity scene at the park. Now, visitors can drive around with their windows down, hearing Jimmy Buffett versions of Christmas songs play from huge speakers in various yards while they admire the decor. It's truly a magical time that frequent tourists now lovingly refer to as Christmas on the Coast. Deputy Sarah Payne, one afternoon out on patrol, you are crossing the Bay Bridge over to Hickory Point. When you realize you're starting to feel very cold, your AC is on, but even then it's abnormal for it to be this chilly. What do you do? Is this actual Christmas or is this Christmas in July? This is Christmas in July. I was very confused about this. <laughs> oh, yeah. We talked briefly about this beforehand, but no, yeah, this is definitely Christmas in July, so it matches up more closely with the show's timeline. Okay. I think I would roll down the window. Yeah, it's... And um, see if it's something wrong with my actual AC in my car or if it's outside. <laughs> no, immediately... Frosty chill air comes in, comes into your car and it becomes even colder. What the fuck? <laughs> and your AC is still kind of like blasting on you. Well, I turn that off. You look down for a split second to cut the air off. Oh God, I'm going to die. It's going <laughs> to explode. And when you look up, you see something flying towards your car. It looks, it looks maybe bigger than a bird, certainly smaller than a person. And I imagine you slam on the brakes. It, that's probably not too much of, a, of an yeah. assumption. I'm going to slam on the brakes. But it's too late. The creature hits your windshield. Before it flies off into the grass beside the road, you see an impish creature with blood-red scaly skin and long horns that protrude straight up from either side of its Santa Claus hat. It has long pointy ears, pale blue eyes that glow, and sort of tattered bat-like wings. Its long slender tail is barbed like a scorpion, and it's carrying a large bag over its shoulder. In this split second, you see the imp, and then you also realize that it has begun to snow lightly. Welcome to the Shrimp and Crits Holiday Special. Santa Claude is coming to town. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was actually Klaus. It was Klaus. No, but no. Okay, Klaus. so I no, I no, I did a lot of. I I look back. We have been saying Klaus for a while, but when you originally told the story from your dream, it was Claude. Oh, was and it? We, Claude makes okay. more sense because we even talked about how it was like Claude, Claude like C L A W E D. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Whose dream is this?
It was Ryan. This was Ryan's dream from the chat this a long, long dream. time ago. I vaguely remember this. And I've been Clock waiting for a good been, moment. Yeah, the dream in. I saw you guys talking about him when I was coming up with the plot for the Christmas episode. And then I was like, Santa Claus. Uh, even, even when I thought it was Klaus, I was like, <laughs> it, that Santa Claus too? is coming to town. Sweet. <laughs> so anyway, you hit this thing with your car and it's now on the side of the road. All right. You've uh you've stopped your car has come to a stop because you slammed on the brakes. Is it making eye contact with me? Uh right now it's moving but it's sort of like you can see it sort of taking inventory of its own body parts, uh, sort of making sure it's okay, but it, it's just kind of like stumbled over in the grass. In true deputy pain fashion, I'm going to pull out my gun, but I want to say <laughs> I just wanted to say, are you... Hey, are you okay? <laughs> no! I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> you hurt me. You hurt, Cloud. Uh, <laughs> I want... Can I take out my phone and take a picture of him? <laughs> you hurt, Cloud, with your, uh, with your car, and now you want to take a picture? You hurt my car with your clod. (laughs) (laughs) You flew into me. You sort of, uh, you, you see him start to make his way to his feet and he goes to pick up this bag that has some like there are, you can see what's in it now you can see there are sort of like toys kind of stumbling out of this bag. Are you authorized to pass through from the wild, sir? Claude is is not from from wild. Claude is from place that makes much more sense. Oh, the North Pole. No, Claude, Claude is not from North Pole. <laughs> Claude is very busy though, so Claude must go. You're from Alabama. <laughs> he doesn't even answer. He doesn't bother to answer. That. The South Pole. He starts to flap his wings as if as if he's going to uh, to leave. I'm going to take a video of him. <laughs> cool. So you uh, film him flying away as it starts to snow more and more heavily. And I'm going to immediately text this video to Ari. I feel too that I should emphasize it's snowing. In Florida in the middle of July. I I understand. (laughs) I'm very confused. That's why I thought he came from the wild, but I don't know shit. So I'm texting Ari. Uh, Okay. So Ari, you get this text message. And it just says, why? Wait, what is it? (laughs) (laughs) W-Y-D. It's the video. It says (laughs) W-Y-D. Hold on. What you doing? <laughs> Ari sits in his motel room. There are sheets of paper taped to various parts of the walls with practiced fey runes written on them in chalk. Um, and there's even sort of some dust from uh, from heavy chalk usage still hanging in the air. Ignis sort of floats around, making themselves quite comfortable, being that they are here at home. You have the blanket from the bed sort of taped over the windows to make sure no one can even peek in through the blinds. And you get this text message that's, <laughs> that that uh, has a video of an imp flying away in a Christmas outfit. <laughs> what do you do? 
It says what what WID is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> what you doing? What you doing? I would like to enact my cryptid sighting move if I can and ask an investigative mystery question about this video. Oh, cool. I like that. Let's do it. Let's just crack this chestnut. What sort of creature is it? Uh this is indeed an imp. You would know that imps are not at least this sort of imp is not of the wild. This is more of like a devil magic type thing, and that imps are usually underlings for sort of greater devilish beings. What do you make of this, Ignis? Twinkle, twinkle. Boop, boop, boop. Ringus, ringus. I agree. I'm going to text back, not my jurisdiction. (laughs) Send. Amazing. Not even a second later, you just get WTF. I imagine that uh, that Payne is like just hasn't even moved from the side of the road where this no. happens. She's just like needs answers before she goes anywhere else. Send your location. Yeah, text him back. Is snowing in Florida in all caps? I will look, lift the blanket and the blinds and look out the window. Is it in fact snowing? I would imagine that your motel is actually here in hickory point because that's the most central location of the region so yeah i would say that you can see some snow let's go ignis put on something warm (laughs) ignis and clothes is the cutest little thing (laughs) so ray ray we see you in the office of the larue wildlife retreat there are christmas decorations i imagine Uh, you would sell your your retreat would celebrate this occasion Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there's there's kind of Christmas lights everywhere. You've got maybe a snow globe on your desk. Are you wearing anything different? I have a, a really good uh, Santa Claus Hawaiian that I like to wear. <laughs> Perfect. You kind of have the TV on in the background as you pretend that you are working. And... Um... <laughs> It's a stump of you. It is, but you know, I don't know. It's pretty well established that Peg is the one that actually does stuff around here. That Ray Ray's more of the face. But yeah, you hear like a breaking news kind of blurb, and you look up and you see um, this is Don Sajak coming to you live from Hickory Point. It appears as though it is snowing, and uh, something that doesn't even happen in winter here. And we're quite astonished, but we're here live on the scene, showing you this insane phenomenon. And you kind of see him in a suit with a with a microphone, and it's like flurries of snow are kind of blanketing the ground. Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, Peg. Uh, yeah, what, what's going on, Ray? When's the last time it snowed here? Oh, sh- shit, I, f- I feel like it's been dec- decades. Have you, I mean, have you ever known it to snow here? What about in July? <laughs> I mean, it's never going to snow here in July, Ray. What, what the hell are you talking about? Uh... Hey, uh, come come here. She steps into the room and looks at your TV and sees it, and you just see color drain from her face. Hey, uh, we gotta we gotta get everybody inside. It we weren't we weren't prepared for winter here. We got they, the the Gators and Crocs are gonna get uh you know they don't do too well in the cold. Dang, <laughs> you're. you're <laughs> <laughs> right, you, see, you see what I did there? You're right. I'll I'll, I'll get I'll get on it, Ray Ray. Yeah, and hold then on. She, I'll, I'll go get fine rooster too. I'll uh, we gotta grab some haters. And she rushes out of the room to uh, get done what she needs to get done. Uh, I stand up and I pick up the walkie-talkie that we have for the parks. Just hey, uh, hey, Roos. Yeah, boss. What's up? Hey, man. How's it looking outside? 
It look, looks all looks all right. It looks uh, you know, it's warm, warm sunny day, but sun's going down. Oh yeah, I think it's going down real quick. Hey, we need to get the heaters out. The he- the heaters. We don't those things. We haven't even we don't even usually bust those out in winter. We're gonna need them. Okay. Yeah, just uh, just trust me on this. Hey, pull up, pull up the news. There's like some silence for a minute. He's like, holy, holy shit, man. Are you serious? Is this this got to be some kind of practical joke? The camera zooms into the walkie talkie, which is now sitting on the desk. Leaves are swirling around the office for some reason. So a cab drops Ari off on the side of the road next to where Payne is. Deputy, are you like sitting in your car? Are you what are you doing? I've taken out the blanket from like the kit in the back of my car and I've wrapped myself in it. Because, the, the shock blanket you have. Yes. I don't <laughs> like the cold. I was born and raised in Florida and it's very cold. Deputy Payne, what happened here? I mean, you saw my video. He said his name was Claude and he hit my car. He came out of the sky, he threw something at it. What do you mean? Yeah, he just fell out of the sky. It just got real cold, and then I rolled down the window to look out and see if it was just my car or if it was the weather, and then he flew into the windshield out of nowhere. Is there discernible damage to her vehicle? She would know that he hit her windshield hard enough to do damage, but because of the magical fey armor mm. that Goodfellow installed, the vehicle's fine. There's just a little drool on the windshield. <laughs> yeah, there's a little spot of drool. Yeah, because he, he like he like kind of cartoon, you know, like splattered against the windshield before bouncing back. But I do I should add at this point that this highway is like right up against the bay. Like you're sort of like you're parked on a little patch of grass, but then immediately after that is rocks and then the uh, ocean water, the bay water on the other side of that. But uh, the snow is actually starting to stick to where it's hitting on the grass. I'm going to get into the passenger side of Deputy Payne's cruiser, close the door, and pull out my phone to review this video. Can I investigate a mystery on this video? Uh, sure. Yeah, obviously the information may be limited, but sure, that's how investigate a mystery works. Seven on the dice plus two, nine. Mixed success. All right, hold one. Where did it go? You can easily see from the video that, that Claude flies away from the bay, further in the neighborhood, in towards like the trailer neighborhoods of Hickory Point. All right, at least we've got some semblance of a location. Payne, give me a moment, and then we need to go to Hickory Point. And I'm going to get out of the car and open the door to the back seat, go into the back seat, and start to draw a chalk rune on the floor of the car. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Perfect. You, he draws it in the shape of Ray Ray's, like, alligator feet. That's what I meant. <laughs> like, his feet prints on the floor. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, okay. And I would like to try to use magic to summon Ray Ray. Okay. Roll, use magic. Roll plus weird. That's ten on the dice, plus three. 13. Okay, that is a success. You, so... Uh, <laughs> I'll get back into the passenger seat, obviously, before we... Great. So I imagine you cast this spell very confidently, and as it's taking effect, you're walking around the car, back towards the passenger seat. Leaves start to pick up, and the car sort of shakes as if it suddenly was hit by a human-sized weight. 
and <laughs> and Ray Ray is sort of like forcefully sat down in this backseat chair. Dang, man. <laughs> you just scared the shit out of the cat. <laughs> that was really that good. Was good. That was really good, Foley. I, I heard it like two seconds before it came up on the recording and it scared me. <laughs> I thought he fell. <laughs> Ray Ray, your assistance is required. The hell, man? You can't keep doing this. I don't even... I, I put the phone up to the plastic <sighs> that guards him from the rest of us in the backseat and play the video of Claude. What the hell's a, 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 a big old bird? I don't... Sarah has seen something out of the ordinary. <sighs> I didn't even get to grab a jacket. All right, where, what are we doing? Why did you bring me here? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> You're a valuable member of this team. What do you mean? We're monster hunters, man. (laughs) Do you have better things to be doing? Do you want it to snow? I don't want it to snow. I I absolutely don't want it to snow. I was trying to take care of my animals. Oh, Peggy's got it. Come on. I think this is two birds with one stone. Guys, I don't do very good in the cold. I hand him the blanket. You get out of the car to hand him a blanket. Yeah, I, I shove it through the window from the outside of the car. <laughs> Follow that devil. I slam on the gas. Wait, so, so where? Yeah, but that's my question is where are you going? <laughs> I go off-roading because Ari pointed and I'm very literal. Okay, did it fly towards the city? No, no, no. No, the, uh, it flew essentially north. Like uh, So the way the map is laid out, which I'll explain this kind of for the audience and for you guys. You're in Hickory Point, which means uh, it, this is sort of the point where both of the bridges meet. There's the bridge to the island that goes south to the border island that is St. Anne Island, and there's the bridge that goes west to Gullicochica proper. Uh, the highway continues east as well. That leads to Pickett. But the imp flew north sort of into the neighborhood. There's sort of like a few miles of kind of low-rent neighborhoods around here. And then any farther north than that is just hates hell. Mm. So why don't, Payne, why don't you give me an investigative mystery here? Uh, I I think you're hoping for where did it go so you can kind of get a better idea of where you're going. And I might give you some information there. Oh, that would make sense. Well, fuck me. (laughs) Oh, no, is that a miss? It's a sick. We did do where did we go on my roll for the video. But you might be going from memory. Your where did it go was just kind of general direction. There wasn't much you could glean from a cell phone video. Okay. Um. So this is like this is pain trying to figure out where to go in her car. You know, in her car. Hmm. I can help out because I actually have a good point to make as Ray Ray. Awesome. Hey. Uh. I don't mean. I don't know if this means anything, but it was. It was still sunny at the retreat. Is it this thing that's causing the? Uh, all this crazy weather? Yet to be determined. Well, it ain't towards the retreat. Did it fly in the opposite direction of the retreat? The retreat is kind of, it's not in any particular town. It's sort of like off the highway. Yeah. Kind of between, It's. I think it's between Pickett and Hickory Point. So So away from Pickett, that still kind of helps. Yeah. 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 
It does. You know it doesn't, me. That you rolled a four. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in that case, you sort of realize that the farther you go, the more it's snowing. There are even some houses in the neighborhood here that like have snow blanketing the yards already. And there are people sort of walking out. Kids are playing in the snow, like excited. You see confused parents. But you turn down a road, uh, kind of an access road, that you're just trying to find the source of this snow. You turn down an access road that doesn't have any houses alongside it, and all of a sudden a force hits the side of your car that makes it kind of skid uh, skid off the road. And you kind of just see a chaotic mass of, like, wings almost. You see, like, feathers flying everywhere. Everybody just, ah! Just screaming in the car. Why don't you roll act under pressure to keep the car okay. from rolling into the ditch? Oh, this is going to be one of those days. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a four total. It skips off the road into the ditch that sort of separates the street from the forest. You kind of hop, hop this curb and your car's all of a sudden in the, uh, in, the, in the ditch there. Did I ever mention I'm a horrible driver? <laughs> Apparently. It shows. <laughs> I've mentioned it a couple times. Oh, God damn it, Ray Ray. <laughs> Shut up. What hit us? Is everyone okay? I, I will get out of the car and let Ray Ray out of the back. Ray Ray does not get out. <laughs> Did we see what hit us? Yeah, you see. So you get up, you get out and you open the door, but you see on the other side of the car still on the road. It's still kind of difficult to discern what it is because it's mostly covered by these ginormous feathered wings. And it's pulling itself via these wings towards the car slowly. But it seems like this jumbled kind of broken mass of some sort. Don't like that. Can I use my cryptid sighting and ask a question about this terrifying creature? Yeah, but your information is it's obscuring itself on purpose, so it's going to be I'm going to give you very limited information here. Or maybe I'll show you something based on what you ask here. I want to ask what is being concealed here. So Payne is sort of opening the door for Ray Ray. Uh, Ari, where are you? Are you still in the car? No, I'm going to step out and take a look at this creature. So your, your side of the car is facing, I'm kind of picturing the lopsided car kind of half of it's in the ditch half of it isn't Payne and Ray Ray are on the driver's side sort of with the car between them and this creature and Ari sort of steps out of the passenger side which is facing the creature when it sees you kind of confidently stand up and face it the wings part slightly as it kind of approaches you this sort of cracked and imperfect porcelain face peeks out from between the wings you see that behind the eye holes is just inky blackness. You see that this is definitely some sort of creature, winged creature, that it just seems like to be so broken that it has to use its wings to crawl along the ground. What is your purpose here? In response, there's just like a screeching and the this inhuman sound. It sounds like air and broken glass kind of scraping along metal. And it's just like this continued sound of... of of agony, and uh, there's no vocal response. Ari, what the hell is that? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good in here. If you can just close that back. I close Ray's back door. <laughs> you're, you're injured. It starts to lift a wing as if to as if it's going to swipe it at you. I would like to dodge it towards it because I want to try to heal it. Okay. Um, roll act under pressure then. Plus cool. I'll do that. Or we'll give you plus weird because it's because of a creature. It's 
definitely a creature phenomenon or mystical effect. <laughs> right, yeah. Ever. Absolutely. I don't know yet, but I'm trying to learn. Well, I'll tell you what. Oh, no. <laughs> We're all failing here. I rolled three on the dice. We're going to add an additional three to that because I do have good weird. That is a six. Still, unfortunately, a failure. You've got me there. So this thing retreats back into its into its wings, but one of those wings sort of swipes upward, and you try to move out of the way, but you just don't have time, and it's going to whack you for two harm. So your suit catches the one, but you're going to take one harm here, and it's going to just hit you. I mean, this size, this thing is the size of like a large truck, you know. Yeah. So it's like it's a uh, it's a big it's a big hit. No. Kind of knocks you to the side. Let me ask you, do I feel that this hit was generous from the beast as it was just trying to get me out of its way? Or was it, it trying to kill trying me? To, it doesn't seem it was trying to kill me. me. No, I mean, it just doesn't seem to think of me as Did it just want a handshake? Which is scary. <laughs> oh, I don't know my own strength. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will say this as uh, as the two others notice this. Well, maybe not Ray Ray because he stay, he's staying in the car. But Payne sort of like is looking over the top of the car to witness this. I'm going to shoot at it. <laughs> you so, but, but here's what you see, though. You see it knock Ari to the side and start to crawl over the car. And once you look over the car in this way, you see Claude standing and sort of dancing and sticking his tongue out at this, at this beast. Where is Claude in relation? He's between you and the beast. But as when he notices the creature crawling towards him, he's going, he's about to turn to flee. (laughs) Hey, he's, he's running. We should too. Get Ari, get in the car, come on. Are you still going to try and shoot at it? Is Ari okay? Ari looks He just like, got knocked over. Yeah, did I get knocked into the woods or like onto the road? You got knocked onto the road, yeah. And you're you're probably like getting up, wiping yourself off. Like he, he doesn't look seriously injured. He definitely okay. is bruised, but. Uh, hold a thumbs up and then a car hits me. <laughs> I I don't like this thing. It's scary. No, it's it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare creature. It's hideous. If it was your if it was your instinct to shoot at it, it's uh you go ahead and do so. I'm gonna shoot at it. Roll tough. Oh god, please. Oh, that's much better. That's a 10. So you turn to shoot at this at this massive creature and now that claude is present though you notice some something is off you feel slightly less comfortable when he's around (laughs) and i you're gonna have to roll again claude has an error an air of unluck which essentially gives you DD style disadvantage on your rolls when he's around (laughs) i'll never win then oh man i'm about to have a real bad session i'm gonna get two more d6 Ooh, that was better. All right, so choose one extra effect. I guess terrible harm. This thing is terrifying and I don't I don't like it. That's cool. Okay, so your your pistol does two harm and inflicting terrible harm adds one to that. So this thing knocks Ari to the side and with its wings it's sort of crawling itself on top of the car. Claude stops its dancing and and mocking when uh, when he sees the thing approach him and actually flies away you shoot at this massive creature and it actually it the wings part and you see that it's sort of humanoid within the within these massive uh like oh feathered wings 
and it has like plate armor that is matted with dirt and uh, like kind of rough edges where it used to be smooth. But your bullet sort of grazes off the armor. And so it's going to do some harm to this thing, but you can tell that the armor takes part of it. Is it at least off my car? <laughs> can I knock it off my car? No, that would be put them where you wanted. You chose God it, damn it. inflict extra harm. But I will. So this thing is still going to attack you because you didn't choose to suffer less harm. This is what it's going to do, though. It grabs you by the arm. Oh, God. With a, with a human. It's it's. Its limbs are broken and don't move very dexterously, but its crooked arm reaches up where it was hanging limp, and it grabs your arm. You're going to take one harm, ignore armor, and I want you to tell me something that Deputy Payne feels extremely guilty about. Something that she (laughs) did in her life, something that uh, some memory, um, this can be anything uh, from a childhood memory, something you did as a kid that was hmm. that made you feel guilty then, or something you've done as an adult that is maybe more dire. Give me, and you can you can take your time to think about it. Oh, I got one already. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, T- tell me this. Tell me this guilty memory. I will say, oh, this is dark. I don't like. I don't like this. <laughs> Um, I will say walking out on her mom after her dad's death. Oof. Stark. <laughs> <laughs> That's, dark. That's a, so, no, just a heavy oof. Because yeah. her, her mom had kind of a, I think we talked about it before, her mom had kind of a mental break and Sarah couldn't handle it. Is this like an argument you two had or? It was more she didn't know how to cope with her dad and then her mom and she left her when she needed her which is so sad so this memory comes up vividly to you and you're just you're just racked with guilt about it even more like exaggerated guilt than when you just think back to it it's it just like it hurts your chest you feel it kind of burning you you take that one harm ignore armor as this thing just kind of stares at you with its emotionless porcelain face and those inky black eyes that just seem like voids and then it disappears oh no hey hey let's come on it's gone let's go want to leave i think sarah is probably crying and shaky sarah ignis can't help us follow him did you see where he went you can tell she's shaken in some way what what did you see what did it show you Nothing. Just get in the car. What a sad way to say your famous line. Wow. <laughs> what? Get in the car! <laughs> Just get in the car! That was so good. Very uh, good. Yeah, no, I, I will, I'll get in the passenger seat. And I'm going to reverse really fast <laughs> and angrily. And we're going to go the direction that we saw Claude go. So, Payne, when you go to reverse, do you notice that your car is stuck in the snowy, muddy mud? God damn muddy it. Mud. Snowy, muddy mud. Can, can you fix it, Ray Ray? Ray Ray, could you give me a hand? I think we could get the car out of the ditch. <sighs> I got it. I'll get the door for you. <laughs> I like that Ray Ray is half the time very good natured, and then sometimes he just gets so he's cranky. Just a, he's just a grumpy <laughs> old man. He gets so grumpy. It's, it's very funny. It's the times when Ray Ray doesn't have a choice in where he's going that he gets grumpy. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't <laughs> like it when weird stuff. He's the most mundane monstrous that's ever existed. <laughs> he doesn't like it when weird shit happens to him. 
Um, let's see. Vulnerability. Pick a substance. You suffer plus one harm when you yeah, suffer harm I from it. Yeah, I have to roll actor act under pressure. Oh wait, is snow technically water? <laughs> no, his his no his his vul- This is something that we haven't had the chance to do in the podcast yet because he picked a substance that is rare in Florida. But his curse for the being the monstrous is he's vulnerable to a substance, and he picked uh, cold. Uh, so he suffers one harm when he suffers harm from it. And if he's bound oh. or surrounded by it, he must act under pressure to use his powers. So, oh yeah, oh. So yeah, if you're gonna try and roll no limits to get them out of the ditch, you have yeah. to first act under pressure. Yeah, I'm gonna help. We're gonna stand at the back of the car or the front of the car to push it together, right? Yes. Oh, actually, that's a that's an eight. Actually, awesome. Which is a mixed success. I'm just going to say that your power is a little bit dampened. You can tell that your bestial strength does not come to you as naturally here. So you're going to get minus one forward. All right. On three, Ray Ray. And that is plus two. Uh, That's nine. Two. One. Okay, so if I think what you're getting at is that Ari's going to help out here, so you can you can bump him up to a 10 if you do want to help out. I probably can't. I have a negative one, but I'll try. Mm-hmm. That's a three. Four on the dice, minus one. <laughs> okay, so Ari, you try to help him push this car. And your arms break. Your hands just break. <laughs> this is kind of cool narratively. Cause, I agree. Because you can see that I'm clearly not as strong as you just... No. No, no it works out. No, I got it. <laughs> you expect Ray to pick up more of the strength than he does. You sort of, like, pull a muscle in your shoulder <laughs> while you're pushing, and you're going to take one harm, ignore armor here, and I'm going to take a hold to possibly give you minus one forward later. I guess we're going to have to do this, my Yeah. Way. Yeah, nope, I got it. I mean, I had a mixed success. No, no, yeah, you get the car out. You just have yeah. to pick. Oh, okay. uh, you have to, you have to pick something with the no limits. Yeah, I'll take minus one forward. No, oh, good. Both of us, brothers in arms. Because <laughs> 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 our arms hurt. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's good. Yeah, you also tweak a muscle in pushing this thing. <clears throat> We high five and it hurts. Great, but you do get the car out of the ditch, so you uh, guys are good to keep going. I, uh, I, I told y'all I don't, I don't do very well in the cold. Yeah, and I think you would like even look weak. Like it might look to you guys like he's sick, like he has a cold. He's or got something. a, he's got a. Flu. He's also wearing flip flops and shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't necessarily give him oh, time to grab his coat. I'm sorry, I had time to put on my winter clothes. <laughs> <laughs> On Dasher, on Payne, on Ray Ray, on Ari. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> on Iggy, on... Iggy's the Rudolph on the front, obviously, is how this whole story should end. <laughs> on <laughs> Greg. Ignis is not the Rudolph nose. So upset. sweet. Okay, uh, so yeah, I think I'm going to have same situation as before. Uh, Sarah is going to roll plus sharp, and I'll let you choose if it's investigate a mystery or read a bad situation, but either way, you're trying to figure out where you're going here. Well, it's an eight. That's a bad. All right, so either way, hold. Yeah. yeah, so hold one. I guess I'll just do investigate a mystery and say, where did it go? 
at this point, it is snowing heavily enough. You can start to begin to like triangulate the origin uh, or at least the epicenter of this event. And it leads you to a particular house that's not on a street with a lot of other houses. It's not a particularly nice house, uh, but it does have like a longish driveway. The yard is blanketed with snow. But it it does seem like this is sort of like the eye of the storm situation. Like it's not there aren't snow flurries coming down. It's just like every once in a while you see a little snowflake and there's a fair amount of snow in the yard and covering the building. This is embarrassing. But before we go in, I'd like to try to set my arm. You didn't break. Your arm didn't break. That's true. But I have two damage two harm. And I'd like to try to heal myself before we go into a situation. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So I don't die. So you want to massage your arm. Just, I want to just, yeah, just magic magically massage. Just magically my arm. rub your arm. <laughs> Ray Ray can give you a massage from the back seat. I don't I don't think these cars are designed like that. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> so roll plus roll you plus just, weird. You would just poke them in the back through the little hole. <laughs> Let's see, that's seven on the dice. Eight, nine, ten. What I'm going to do is on the sleeve of my jacket draw a few healing runes that I think just absorb into the enchanted clothing and start to work my arm back into where it needs to be. Excellent. And so you heal pl- you heal one there? I heal one here. Thank goodness. It explodes. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's good that I rolled well. That could have been And then pain punches you in the same shoulders is a camaraderie. <laughs> Let's go, buddy. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Uh, so how do you get, are, is, are you just driving in with this, with your police car into the driveway or what do you, yeah. what do you what's your, I'm going to drive into the driveway. You see, as you pull into the driveway, there is a, a little girl sort of making a snow angel in the snow. I'm just kind of having a good old, having a good old time. But when she sees you pull into the driveway, she gets up from her imprint in the ground and, uh, and runs inside. I mean, I don't want to go knock on these people's door and ask them if you've seen a little, a little winged man with a Santa hat on. Fine, I'll do it. Oh, that makes this easier. I, I get I'll out of the, the car and I'll go to the door. So you walk past a big inflated Santa Claus with lights inside of it, and is it menacing? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It looks like so friendly that it is a little menacing, especially since it's like looking down at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and then the house has like uh you know little string you know the lights that dangle down like icicles they really go out all out for this july christmas really, in july they really do it's very important to this area for for the for the sake of convenience <laughs> i'm coming i'm coming <laughs> a man answers the door and opens the door inward but there's kind of a screen door separating you and he looks kind of just dis- he looks distrustfully back at the at the at the police car and then he and then he looks at you and you see a look of recognition and you also recognize that you have seen this man relatively recently this is the oyster diver that was taken over by mm-hmm. the, the siren, siren. Mm. what can i can i can i help you he, he looks like he remembers who i am or just a vague sense of recognition. He just has a vague sense of recognition. I don't know that he knows exactly who you are. I'm Agent Green. I'm looking for a four foot tall red humanoid with horns. Have you seen anything out of the ordinary? What kind of what, what kind of what kind of 
<laughs> Where's Ashton Kutcher? Is this coming? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> what are you trying to pull here? I, I don't, I don't know. But that's not a thing. Little red people. That's not a thing. Look, I'm just trying to have a good afternoon with my family. If you could just leave, I don't, I don't have anything for you. Have you noticed the snow? Yes, and my. Before you scared her inside, my daughter was having a very good time playing in it. Oh, God, I really thought this was going to be an I don't have a daughter situation. <laughs> I was about to ask about her because I thought it was going to be Claude. Oh, God. <laughs> you do. Yeah, you do see there's a Christmas tree set up in a living room behind him. And the that small girl has kind of gone to playing with some toys by the couch. Can I read a bad situation? Uh, yes. Uh, go ahead and go ahead and roll twice and take the worst result. All right. Well, that was snake eyes. Let's see if I can get worse than that. <laughs> uh, but that is a but. It's a but. I mean, it's four. <laughs> Everything seems fine. Everything's pretty normal here. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Please call this number if you see anything. And I hand him one of Deputy Payne's business cards. Mine. <laughs> I have business cards. <laughs> yeah, you've definitely used them before, and cops have cards. I just imagine that it's like a used card that I gave you, and you're just re-giving it. Either <laughs> way. And I'll get down off his stoop and walk back to the car. All right. There is a family here seemingly unaffected by infernal imps. Are you sure this was the right way? Yes, but I guess this is a meta question. <laughs> is, what do you mean? Is it what? just what's what's me, what's meta mean? <laughs> what do you is the fact that he's the same guy from the cult, just a small town, yes, kind of I, joke, I, I or is it significant? Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, well, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I can answer that. <laughs> God damn it! Either, I mean, either way, I think that it is just uh, it's part of the, it's just part of the thing. Ari, don't you have, like, some, like, dust you can, like, throw in the air and it, like, shows invisible people? Or is that, like, some Harry Potter shit? It's <laughs> 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 no real question, man. No, no, Sarah. I, I don't know what that is. I'm I, not a sir. Excuse me. I said Sarah. <laughs> oh, I said <laughs> No, sir. <laughs> Merog, she gave me sleeping powder, but it's not enough to... Oh my god, I have an idea. Let's put the family to sleep. <laughs> Hold on. You might be onto something, Sarah. If we can get on the roof and Search put some sleeping house. powder... No, listen to me. If we could get on the roof and put some sleeping powder down their chimney, it could affect the family all at once. Oh, 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 oh. I think this could be a fun adventure. I want Ray Ray to get on the roof and... Here, here I'll make it. I'll make it interesting. All right. I'm going to use no limits to see Go if it. To see if I smell them. Mm. Okay. I imagine you have the heater going at this point in the inside the car. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I imagine he smells like Christmas. <laughs> and, and so I have to roll eight dice. <laughs> no, I, well, I was going to say that since you're inside oh, the oh, car, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're probably warm enough to where the cold isn't affecting you, oh, even if yeah. you maybe just crack the window. Okay. So I'm just rolling the straight up no limits. But neither of those are bad. That's good. Uh, the lesser one would be nine. Oh, okay. So pick your. Are you okay? <laughs> that wasn't. That wasn't me. I don't know what happened to Cap. No, I, I know. Cap, Cap is Cap dying. Cap, <laughs> listen, 
I just got really <laughs> bad deja vu. I think this happened when we recorded the Halloween episode, too. <laughs> Probably. But yeah, so I just choose a consequence. Oh, I, which I... I you had minus one forward. Yeah. Uh, but that that, that puts you to eight. So still, yeah. So, so still... I'll go, I'll go ahead and keep that minus one forward then. All right. We'll keep... We'll just keep it rolling. Keep the minus, yeah, forward, just, roll, minus just, one forward rolling. Because it just doesn't make sense that I hurt myself just now. Just, oh, that was a big sniff. <laughs> now my nose is dry. <laughs> so you're trying to smell uh, smell just whether or not he's present or like how close he is or really? Just, yeah. Whether or not he's present. Just like Get present. Christmas. Present. Yeah. <laughs> no, you definitely smell that he is present. Something unnatural. Yeah. You smell you smell like some sulfur brimstone kind of, <laughs> you know, not not super strong, but enough to know that he's in the vicinity. Ray Ray, did you have eggs for breakfast? You can't smell like I can. Yeah, you don't smell it. <laughs> it's a horrible you, joke. You don't have supernatural gator senses i was making a fart joke and i regret it i think you've made two <laughs> fart jokes on aired episodes yeah katie always makes God fart damn joke. it there's there's definitely something abnormal around here hmm. are we gonna are we gonna drop sleeping powder down the chimney <laughs> the fireplace because you really want to put this family to sleep <laughs> Oh, I mean, it sounds like the safest way. I mean, that is true. I, I like that you didn't even necessarily try to convince this person to get you more information. You were you, your first your first instinct is to walk away and then just try to put them to sleep. Okay, have a have a good day. I'm going to put you to sleep. <laughs> you got you've got a character here in pain whose whole specialty is trying to convince people to give oh, her yeah, information. She didn't want to get out of the car. I, I, I was cold. I guess I should go. Oh man! I mean, I'm da- I'm totally down for you to put this family to sleep, but <laughs> it does sound I'm really right. funny and Christmassy. But we'll, I don't we'll try one more time. <laughs> I one have an again. idea. I have an idea. I like it. Let's just have let's have just Ray Ray and I in the car the whole time talking, and then she'll come back and be like, "Well, I didn't help. Well, I guess we're doing the chimney thing." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna. Knock on the door. He <laughs> he opens the door again. He says, he says, yes. What? Oh, um, hello, officer. Hi there. I'm I'm so sorry to interrupt you again, um, but I was wondering if I could possibly speak to your daughter. She was outside when um, the perpetrator that we're looking for. Yes, the small the small red man. The other the other. <laughs> The well, d- you was see, that a detective? He's a naked man. <laughs> <laughs> as well as red and full of horns. I, my immediate thought was that meme of the man covered in wine, and it like <laughs> I can't. What? I don't know I'll, what you're talking I'll about. Me neither. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I want to, your daughter was outside when we were, um, what would be the right terminology? No, we were, we were researching or we were looking for someone. I just need to see if she saw anything. In pursuit. We were in pursuit of a suspect. Boom. While your daughter was playing outside and I I was wondering if she saw anything out of the ordinary. Fucking. (laughs) Stole your line, bitch. Uh, yeah, I think you're gonna have to roll manipulate someone. Manipulate someone. All right. 
plus charm. It could be worse, considering it's a plus three. It's eight total. Yeah, you can tell that he is... He's hesitating, so you can tell that he's probably about to say say no, you know, like, I don't know, I don't know about this, like, give me more information. Um, so you're going to have to do something here to kind of convince him hmm. to show that you mean it in the in the text, in the verbiage. I mean, he knows I'm script. a police officer, so showing him my badge won't really do anything, right? I mean, you'll have to, like... Have to actually say something. Yeah, you'll have to say, yeah, say, like, this is important, poli- you know, whatever. Whatever it is you police officers say. Do you mind if I if I come inside and, and we can all talk about it together? You can be witness? Uh, all right, but... But if if you could just make it quick, I mean, I've been, yeah, I, yeah, come come on, come on in. I'm I'm sorry to make you stand out there in the cold. Come on in, Ray. Ray, have you seen any good movies? <laughs> you uh, you ever get around to watching that uh, that Tiger King documentary I mentioned to you? <laughs> I kept falling asleep. I couldn't finish it. Have you seen that new Avengers yet? Or <laughs> I'm up to Ant Man. <laughs> oh, that that Paul Rudd. He's just adorable. I just want to hang out with him. You know. You ever meet? You ever see those people you just want to hang out with? I feel like he'd be good to hang out with. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Oh, Sarah's Sarah's going inside. The small talk. Hey, is that a is that a good idea? I'm sure she knows what she's doing. We hear this conversation, and we see the backs of the two characters' heads from the from behind the cop car, and on on top of the car, it, Claude is dancing. <laughs> God damn it. And yeah, we see uh, Payne enter the house. All right. I will sit down with the, the little girl. You sit down in this uh, this sort of like small living room. There's one of those kind of boxy TVs. It's not super big. It's not a flat screen. And there's like a coffee table. Little girl's playing with kind of like a little toy car at the foot of the Christmas tree, kind of between the Christmas tree and the couch. Mm-hmm. The dad sits and in, he introduces himself. His name is Jerome Crane. He's the, they're the Crane family. I'm Sarah Payne. My name rhymes with yours. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. That's really. That's sweet. a good way to start the conversation with the kid. Oh yeah, the yeah. child. Okay. What's the, yeah, the what's the little girl's name? Oh, I'm talking to a child. Goo goo gaga. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the dad sits in kind of an armchair, and the little girl looks up at you when you say when you say you when you say that your names rhyme. She looks up at you and she says, "My name is Abigail." Abigail Crane. Isn't that the little girl from like Hill House? Oh fuck, you're right. Isn't it? Aren't it you? sounds very like it sounds like a horror movie or something we've watched recently. I think you're right. Yep, it is. It totally is. <laughs> Which is weird because I've named I named Jerome I named Jerome Crane a, like he he was in my list of possible NPCs for the very first mystery, and I just named his daughter like yesterday. So <laughs> I did not mean to do that. Yeah, she just has a spooky name. Yeah, whatever. Her name's Abigail. I'm I, we're we're rolling with it. Her name's okay. her name is Abby. Yeah, she just looks at me and she says, "She says my name's Abigail." That's pretty cool that our names rhyme. It's. So very cool. How old does she look? I don't want to ask her how old she is. That seems inappropriate. <laughs> how old does she sound? <laughs> That's how old she is. <laughs> six or seven? Yeah, she's like six or seven. All right. I saw you playing out in the front yard. 
in this crazy weather that we're having. Is this the first time you've seen snow? Yeah, it's it's really fun. I've I've never seen snow before. Yeah, you know what? Me either. Especially not here. So other than the snow, I was just wondering if you if you saw anything strange. Did you see anybody walking by? Did you see like a snowman? <laughs> Do you see like snow angels just appearing and no bodies putting them there? Wow, you're really writing this thing for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why don't you roll investigate a mystery and see what she says here? Oh my god, that's a six. Drome, want to help me out? She looks up at her dad, and then she looks at you, and she says, um, Daddy says I'm not supposed to talk to strangers. Well, you see, I'm not a stranger. I'm a, I'm a police officer. From another room, you hear deep horse coughing. Let me cut back to, uh, <laughs> to the other two and take my hard move against them instead of you, because that's fun. Oh, man. You know, this, it's it's re- it's going to be really hard to envision anyone else ever, you know, anyone else being Iron Man. Just Robert Downey really pulled it together. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Good, because um, <laughs> because in front, we're still kind of on this uh, from behind view of the car and from sort of details in the snow and the woods ahead of you that you thought were just sort of natural fixtures, you see start to shift in a way that you can tell uh, something is moving. I'd like to read a bad situation. Sounds about right. That's five on the dice plus two, which is seven. Okay, so hold one. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? <laughs> Funny, you should ask. Uh, several. One. <laughs> that, oh shit, no, the thing is on the hood. You need to roll twice. Hmm. <laughs> It's much better. So seven. Okay, cool. I do have a minus one forward against you, but I can't justify your arm making this harder for you to read a bad situation. For looking. Right. You start to actually hear the skittering of claws on the roof of this vehicle, and you also see that the shifting colors ahead of you are not, in fact, details from the woods. They are the white feathers of this winged creature kind of crawling towards you. Oh, dang. Mm -hmm. Ray, Ray. Uh... Give me out. Give me out. Give me out. <laughs> I'm going to turn on the siren and then go around and get Ray Ray out of the car. Let's see. Why don't you act under pressure to see how fast you're able to do this and how close this thing gets to you? You just want me to take a minus one. <laughs> but potentially. Uh, yeah, and you do have to roll twice. But I'll give you plus weird here for sure. Thank you. And I have to roll twice. What a fun day. <laughs> I have a pair of Claude dice and a pair of Ari dice. Claude rolled a five and I rolled a seven. Okay, so five. Plus three. Six, seven, eight. Oh, sorry. That's much better than me. me. (laughs) That was really confusing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I rolled an eight and a five, so plus three. That's an eight. And yeah, I'll go ahead and give your minus one here because it's inconsequential and I'm going to forget to give it to you if I don't give it to you now anyway. So, Thank you. But yeah, you flip on the siren and you run around the car. You're not able to get Ray Ray's door open before this thing is all up on you. Oh. oh, dang. Am I taking her? If you, well, so it depends. So I'm, what I'm saying is you now either have to open the door and let Ray Ray out and just take a free hit, or you have to 
uh, kick some ass and or act under pressure to dodge this thing and Ray Ray is still trapped inside. I'm going to act under pressure. Ray Ray can handle himself. It's warm in there. Okay. <laughs> uh, do it. Yep. Plus weird, but roll twice. I am doing that, unfortunately. Claude rolled a three. I rolled much higher than that, so we're going to go with three plus three is six. <laughs> Oof. Uh, yeah, so you both do not open the door and you get walloped by this thing again. So you're going to take one harm since it does two harm with its wing. Uh, and it ju- and it you can tell it's got a lot of strength. Like it moves the police car an inch when it hits Ari up against it. Upset. Ray Ray, is there anything you can try and do to get out of the car? Uh, how close is he to the car? The monster just hit Ari up against the car. So the monster is also right up on it. Ooh, how getting very specific where as far as the back door where do i see ari laying i'm up against it mm-hmm. like you're up against like, like you're laying on the back door he was positioning himself to open it so so yeah that's exactly where he is at the moment <sighs> sorry sarah i'm gonna try to kick open the other side of the door <laughs> my hero <laughs> <laughs> amazing roll <laughs> roll no limits but twice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> merry christmas that's Still an 11. Hell yeah. You kick open the door. You break the locks from inside. The fey magic protects it from the outside only. Yeah, you kick the door square off the hinges and it plops into the snow. And I'll say what you see here is you see Claude skittering off into the woods uh, adjacent to the house. I'm debating on if I would try to fuck with this big thing hitting Ari. Yeah, right. Do you have a choice to make? Or if I just try to run after Claude. No, yeah, I'm on the opposite side of the car. I'm going to chase the little red devil. Yes. Yes. Hey, you little son bitch. Uh, and while I'm running out, just, Sarah, we got company. Sarah, you he- the little girl says that she won't talk to strangers. You hear a coughing from the other room, and then you hear your police siren go <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, no. And, and you probably hear, like, a slam, you know, the slam of the wings like into the car. Like a car accident. Yeah, exactly. Do you mind me asking who else lives in the the residence with you? I mean, sure, but what, the, I mean, what, why is your police, why is your siren going off? And he starts to, like, walk up towards the, I was like, the window. Should I say excuse me and just, like, back out? But they're gonna notice. Yeah, I mean, I think it might behoove you as, a, as an officer of the law to try and protect them in some way from, from getting involved. Okay, that's a real bad sign, so... Can I manipulate them into... You shouldn't look outside your door. Into... You I, don't, I don't want you to panic, but I'm, I'm going to need you guys to um, barricade yourselves in a, a room with no windows. I think we have a situation going on. Is this you trying to trigger, let's get out of here? Oh yeah, let's get out of here. If, if you can protect someone by telling them what to do or by leading them out, roll plus charm. Okay, so roll plus charm. Oh, thank God. That's a, that's a, math is hard. That's a 12. (laughs) Awesome. And you don't have to roll twice here. So that's good. So you're protecting someone via charm. So let's see. We we so rarely protect someone. (laughs) That's a valid point. We're bad. (laughs) It's horrible. (laughs) So you get to choose an extra. Yeah. Choose an extra from that list on protect someone. I mean, I guess I would say hold the enemy back like i don't want them to come into this house at all okay cool cool that'll work yeah so he kind of looks at you in an understanding i think that he 
maybe is suppress he is personally suppressing anything that weird that happened to him recently mm-hmm. um but but since he has experienced some weirdness he like he believes you and he understands that you're just trying to help abby come on into pop pop's room and she follows him into w- one of the back rooms where you heard the coughing coming from <laughs> so what do you do now i'm going to go outside i'm going to run outside with my gun drawn <laughs> We're going to kind of transition organically here back to Ari, I think. But uh, you see this massive winged creature, and this time it's going to spread its wings. And its wings are connected to, like I said before, this humanoid body with kind of limp, broken limbs. But yeah, you see sort of what now looks very clearly like some sort of angel. It's got like this golden-colored breastplate that is very dirty and 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 scarred. It does seem to be like some sort of angelic biblical armor of sorts. And it's going to raise a hand up and just try to grab Ari by the arm. Ari, what do you do? He's grabbing me by the arm. Mm-hmm. I, with all of my might and going to try to reach for one of my chalk pieces and try to use it to speak to this thing. Roll, uh, roll plus weird. Claude is gone, correct? Yes. Wonderful. Oh, okay. That's nine on the dice. Plus three. 10, 11, 12. I, yeah, much like the raccoon, I'm going to take a piece of chalk out and place it against my throat to try to speak to this creature. You hear that awful screech again. That awful, awful, like, sharp wind through a tunnel mixed with just, like, broken mechanics scraping against each other and just like it's a caterwauling of sorts but with your magic you hear that there's something underneath the surface there that you just can't get to something that has been damaged or corrupted in some way you can tell that this thing cannot communicate but it would if it were in its uh, normal state much like before i just have the urge to try to heal it as much as i can before you do that It is going to grab you by the arm, and you're going to experience a memory that you don't remember. I know how to stop you. You want to prove it? No offense. I am Aldor. Sarah, I am not I mean, you you pulled me into this. I'm just. I mean, I should have known better. If you help me with this, I'll help you find out what happened to your father. And I hold up the glasses. Wow, that's real cheap of you. And thank you for listening to Shrimp and Crits. This is your keeper, Ian, here. I want to wish everybody a happy holiday season. Thank you for bearing with us through a little bit of uh, chaos in our release schedule. We'll be getting back on track here soon. But uh, yeah, hope everyone had a great Hanukkah, Christmas, whatever you celebrate. I hope you enjoyed it. We don't have a whole lot to announce today. We do have a promo from Tales of Asperon, which I'll play for you now. Hi, I'm Mike, the storyteller for Tales of Asperon. On this clear night, you find yourself at a makeshift camp within the White Leaf Wood. Beside you, an older gentleman sits on a log with a book, writing of its own accord. The light from the stellar rings surrounding the planet bring a pleasant glow to this person's scarred face. This story is about four young folks who cross paths in the simple town of Homestead, on the frontiers of Asperon. Together, these kids save a poisoned man on the street, believing him to be a hero of sorts. Little did they know, 
This kindness would unravel their lives into a heap of trouble. You see, Asperon is filled with danger. The Hearthlands will melt your body to its very bones and titanic beasts roam the jungles and forests. Though the frontier is the worst of all. It has no kings, queens, or country. Just people. People who will take whatever they want. The frontier, well, it's where heroes are forged. And I hope these kids have what it takes to make it through the fire. Hello, adventurers. If you enjoyed that preview of our 5th edition Real Play podcast, check out our website at www.toapodcast.com. You can also find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and most of the other free podcasting apps. Again, that was Tales of Asperon. You can find them at www. Oh, corny. You want to be in the announcements? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Tales of Asperon. You can find them at www.toapodcast.com. They are a 5th edition actual play. Uh, So go check them out. Thanks, y'all, so much for listening. We love hearing from you. So keep reviewing us on all platforms. It really helps us out. If you want to interact with us, you can either email us directly at shrimpandcritspodcast at gmail.com. You can also talk to us on Twitter at shrimpandcrits or Instagram at shrimpandcrits or come talk to us on Discord. We We have our own channel in the Cast Junkie Discord server, which you can find an invite link to in our show notes. Um, but I think that's all I have for you today. Hope everyone's enjoying the episode. This was a really fun holiday special to make. So yeah, here's the rest. So you're going to take one harm, ignore armor. Dope. Love that. And you are just racked with guilt and pain in your heart. Pain's over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we had pain do her thing and she came out and saw this and then you did your thing against it. So let's go to Ray Ray. So you follow Claude through some brush and through some trees and you find this little setup that he has with pentagrams drawn in what looks to be either blood or red paint in the on the ground and in the snow. And there's even like candles set up that's sort of melting the snow around it. Um, but Claude is clearly trying to do something uh, pretty intense here. What do you do? Hey, you little bitch! I got some words for you. <laughs> Who disturbs Claude Ritual? <laughs> the hell you... Who disturbs me? Girl, roll. Yeah, I'm I'm Ray, little dude. Hey, are you making it cold? Claude don't like cold. Claude like fire. All right, what... What do you want? What are you do- what are you doing here? What's what's going on? What's what's making this happen? Ah! And then he, he, char- he, he, char- he charges at you. Roll to kick some ass. Ah! Hey now. Uh, I love the show. That is uh I still have minus one four. That is a eight. Oh wait, I have to re-roll. You also have to roll twice, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> that, that one's better. So yeah, I'll stick with the eight. So you do harm to each other then. Um he's going to claw at you, but it doesn't really hurt. His claws do zero harm. As for as per Ryan's dream invention of this creature, it's not very it's not very strong. <laughs>
But yeah, you, I guess, claw at it? Yeah, I claw at it. Okay, so it's going to take two harm from that. Yeah, I, I, which it's kind of more of a punch. I just punch it in the face. Just, all right, now shut up. <laughs> okay, great. Just jumps at him and he just fucking punches it. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of deck him and he kind of claws. <laughs> he claws at your at your hand or at your arm as you do so, but it, you notice that it's not very strong or powerful. It, it falls to the ground in, in sort of a heap and just goes... Dang, you're a you're a weak little thing, ain't you? Right, right, claws sharper than Claude's claws. Claude's claws. Yeah, welcome to South, bud. Here, uh, I want to. I just want to pick him up, like by the back of his neck, just like kind of just hold him like like a cat, like a cat. <laughs> between his wings. His Santa hat falls from his head <laughs> into the snow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hurt, Claude. Don't hurt Claude anymore. All right, look, you adorable little thing. What What do you want? Claude wants the angel. Claude wants to corrupt the angel. Make the angel on Claude's side. Help me do this. Help me do the magic. <laughs> Help Claude do the magic. Like like buff like the Buffy Buffy angel. The, the dude that was in Bones. What the hell are you talking about, an angel? <laughs> Claude, not strong, but you're not smart. <laughs> I seem to be the one holding all the keys here, uh, my little buddy. Oh, don't hurt me, I'm sorry. Here, well, let's take a walk. We're just going to take a walk. going to go have a conversation with a friend of mine. I'm getting beat the fuck out of against a cop car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm going str- to... I'm, I'm, I'm keeping him restrained, and I'm just walking back to the car with him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why don't you roll uh roll plus tough to see if if he can um not get away from you all right actually you know what i think this would be to keep it in the mechanics of the game i i think this would be plus cool because it would be act under pressure a flat plus tough roll isn't really something that should be done if you can avoid it in monster of the week i don't think so i think i think i would rather call this act under pressure and keep it keep it something vanilla rules is written. A good that's a good call all right, yeah, really good call. It's a six. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so he is going to. Um, you have him by the by the scruff, which isn't a thing, but you know, whatever. It's funny, but his barbed tail is going to whip around and sting you in the shoulder, uh, which mm. doesn't do any harm still, but does give you minus one forward as you feel a little bit of venom into your enter your shoulder, and it stings you enough to let go, and he f- kind of flies off, fl- flies up into the trees. <laughs> You little stang, man. What'd you do to me? God sting, you silly man. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try a move on him, and it's going to end terribly. We're already doing so well. I'm going to borrow fervor. 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 From the wronged. Amazing. When I manipulate someone, I can roll plus tough instead of plus charm. So I'm trying to intimidate them. Get your ass back down here. Okay, roll act under pressure to use your power first. Yep. <laughs> this is gonna be a lot of rolls. And this is this is minus one two, right? <laughs> yeah. Just- I won't. I won't make you roll the act under pressure twice, but just the move against the fervor against him. That is. Uh, 12. Oh, awesome. Okay, so you are able to tap into your power, so now roll twice and take the worst result to manipulate him with tough. All right. That one's good, so this one's going to be bad. That one's bad. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's a minus one. That's a five. Yeah, it's getting colder and colder. And your uh, well, you don't get minus one. The the minus one was only once. So, uh, but still, a six six. is still a failure. (laughs) Yeah, the cold is starting to make you feel so weak, and you start to try and posture to uh, to threaten this uh, to threaten Claude, and uh, you realize that your legs are so cold and frail that you actually fall into the snow, and which hurts even worse. Like the 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 snow like is biting chill against your fingers and with that we'll move back to pain and ari pain what what's uh what what do you got going on i shoot it <laughs> ray, ray ray appears from the woods with a gun <laughs> smoke smoke is rising from the barrel deputy pain would you like to go first in this horrible situation or would you like me to go first i think it was technically my turn if we don't we don't have turns but I mean, either of them can act, but I just, I feel like it's sort of Payne's turn because Same. she did come out and witness Ari interact with this thing. So I feel like she should have a chance to do something to or with the creature I agree. or environment. That's how this game works. You also see your car door is in the snow. <laughs> I'm wondering, oh no, I'm wondering if I can use the power of heart somehow and help Ari help this thing. Um, let's see. The power of heart is that you can automatically help as the, as you rolled a 10. Is that right? Yeah. Cause I already know that my gun does not really do much to this armored creature. Um, so I'm going to go to Ari's side to see what I can do to help him. Okay. Ari, what do you do? I'm trying to heal this broken angel. I think pain just running up and like grabbing the arm that it's pinning against kind of creating a conduit between all of us. I guess in order to do the spell, its wing is kind of broken, right? Uh, no, its wings are broken, but its wings are basically the only part of it that's not broken. Is it holding me with its arm or its wing? Arm. Okay. It's like broken, crooked arm reached up from being limp and grabbed your wrist. Okay, so I'm just going to take the chalk in my hand and smash it down into the armor of the night so it just turns to dust and kind of shoots up around the whole of the night. I'm going to try to heal it with Deputy Payne's help. What does that do? What does helping do? A plus one? As if she rolled a 10 on help out, so yeah, she gains plus one to your roll. Alright, so this is going to be plus four to my roll. Oof, that was close. That's a one and a five, so six plus four, ten. Wow. And I'm going to try to heal this The power of friendship. <laughs> Your heart, my magic, and this broken angel. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Payne, what do you do narratively to help him cast this spell? So the thing the thing has its, like, claws on its his arm, right? Not really claws. It doesn't have cl- claws. It has very human-esque hands. <laughs> but it's, like, grasping the him. Yes. Would it be a very weird visual if I was just trying to, like, pull this thing <laughs> away somehow? No, just, I think that's great. Yeah, I mean that spider like, monkey on not, not spider, spider, spider monkey, monkey yeah. onto his back. Just ah! <laughs> <laughs> you grab the angel's arm enough to pull it away, so it's not uh, hindering Ari's ability to cast this spell. Ari presses the chalk into its arm to sort of heal some of this damage, and it does. It heals it for one point. Bandaid, <laughs> and it says thank you. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
you healed me. The behavior of this thing, however, doesn't change. It's still looking you, looking <laughs> at you with this like metallic kind of porcelain looking emotionless face with the inky black eye holes. It still looks quite terrifying, but it does sort of like back off from you for a moment. And as it does so, sort of walking on its wings, if you will, you see that there is somewhat of a bolt through its torso. There is sort of like this pitch black, like with like a slight purpley red glow to it, almost like a massive crossbow bolt that's just like stuck inside of this thing's torso. And you see this, but it starts to brim with energy as it starts to charge up some kind of uh some kind of attack you can tell that it's about to shoot some energy toward you what do you do deputy Payne? there's a bolt in its torso please remove it immediately (laughs) (laughs) me (laughs) then i guess i'm gonna die after i say that (laughs) could i use what could go wrong and charge at it trying to pull the bolt out absolutely okay i like the idea of leaving it at that for a moment like you're going to charge towards this thing determined to help it as it charges up its own energy attack and we're going to cut away back to ray ray who's sort of like hands in the snow claude at this point has returned to his ritual and he's starting to do this like little chanting and chittering and cackling pentagrams on the ground start to glow and the candles start to flicker unnatural colors do i see a rock somewhere oh yes I pick up the biggest rock I see and I chunk it at his head. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are you rolling plus tough kicks a mass or plus weird kicks a mass? Probably plus weird because I'm trying to really hit this dude in the head. (laughs) You got to act under pressure to to access your powers. Ooh, that's real good. Well, not real good, but it's a seven. Okay, so you're going to get minus one forward. And also, you have to roll twice because you're doing something to Claude. <laughs> Ooh, both of those are going to do it. Nice. That's a, well, that's a eight. Eight, okay. Um, so you chuck this rock at, <laughs> at Claude. <laughs> that's just so funny to me. <laughs> and it knocks, it hits him in the head and uh, stops him from doing what he's doing, but he is going to skitter at you and claw at you again. I punch him. I punch him clear in the face. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Or are you going to do another kicks mass roll? Is that what you're doing? Uh, Should I? Or can I just, like, punch him in the face? (laughs) No, yeah, we'll just give that to you. It'll be more of, like, a flavor thing, but yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, I ain't (laughs) done with you, you little shithead. Come on. Stupid men punch hard. You have no idea. Uh, and yeah, I want to grapple him again. Okay. This time I just want to bear hug him. I think this is going to be another act under pressure roll. All right. You got to roll twice. Yep. That is a seven. No, no, it's not. That's six. Damn. Oh no. This is never going to (laughs) end. I'm playing Tom and Jerry over here with this little fucker. (laughs) Yeah, he slips out of your grasp. Uh, You try to bear hug him, and yeah, there's just like a puff of smoke in the shape of him, uh, a la Looney Tunes. And uh, Mm -hmm. he throws like a snowball at you and and giggles as he runs back to his ritual. And uh, he just needed a little bit more time, and he got it just there. And you see. 
that he has conjured another, you haven't seen this bolt yet, but it's just like the one that's stuck in the angel's torso. And it's just sort of like, looks like a bolt of evil energy. It's just like this pitch black, like a huge- Like a, like a fissure, kinda. Just like, it looks like a black hole, like just darkness. Right, right, but in the shape of like an arrow, like a thick arrow. And uh, he it, ta- it takes both of his hands to carry it, but he starts flying back toward the yard of that house. And we'll head back to, you'll probably catch up with the scene once we have the other two act, but uh, what do you guys, what do you guys do? This thing's charging up its beam. Payne just ran at it using what could go wrong. So you have, what, you have two holds, is that right? Two holds. Two holds. May I act under pressure to pull this thing out of its stomach? Yes, you may. (laughs) Is it gonna shoot me with that laser? I hope so. Probably. <laughs> I'm blocking it though, so we'll all die. Oh no, I lost my die. Oh no, where did it go? Oh, it's in my butt. Okay, got it. Did you say your butt? Yeah, <laughs> it fell behind. She did. <laughs> all right, here we go. Oh, it's an eleven. No, oh, well, so you don't even have to use your hold. No, I. Well, that's with the. Oh, hold. that is with your hold. Oh, good, <laughs> good. <laughs> I mean, it would be a nine, but I think I just want to do it. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, you grab so you grab this thing and it's lo- it's lodged in there. You but you get it you successfully get a hold of it. I think it's going to take one more yank to get it free. But this evil energy sort of uh it feels like you grab a live wire. It sizzles into your hands and you see like your veins turn black as this evil just comes into your body in this way and you're going to take one harm here, ignore armor, from just the evil energy hurting your little fingers. Yeah, pain. Your shitty Etsy mithril won't help you now. <laughs> this is payback. Uh, so Ari, this thing—it's starting to glow with holy white energy, and you even see it's. Uh, previously, it looked like it was wearing some sort of mask, but the mouth of this thing actually hangs open, and you see that it's about to shoot this beam of holy energy from its face. What do you do? So noticing, I think, have we, we've noticed it's some sort of curse placed on it. It's something that does not belong here, and I've tried to heal it. That does not work. So I'm going to try to banish the curse from its inhabitant, which is one of the use magic effects. So I am just going to try and, what does it look like? I think we've established that you can write runes in the air. So if you can like... yeah aim it towards the thing or something like that. I'm, but I'm still pinned up by it, am I not? No, it's it backed off. It's oh, like okay. it's it's mm-hmm. probably like 10 or so feet away from you because Payne had to run up to it. Okay, so I think I'm going to step off the car, raise a bit of chalk in the air, and while I draw the runes in the air, they are going to mirror on the snow on the ground in front of me what I'm drawing in the air. It's just going to be traced out in the thick snow on the ground. Beneath the angel? Beneath the angel, exactly, Ian. That is Neat, neato. (laughs) Roll roll plus weird. All right, it's not so bad. That's nine on the dice plus three. That's a 12. That's not so bad at all, is it? Mm Mm-hmm. So your rune appears as you wrote it in the air. It appears in the snow beneath Pain and the Angel. And Pain, you even see this out of your periphery, and you like glance down and you see it. And you see the 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 snow rune is glowing and starts to lift and float out of the snow. 
it presses up against the bolt and you see its fey energy fuse with the evil energy of the bolt and it starts to sting a little bit less and you you get a better grip on it but you hear the screeching sound that ari has heard a few times as holy energy just in a in a uh, sharp beam comes from its mouth and this like cylinder of holy light just hits Ari up against the car and it breaks into like several different streams on the other side of Ari and the car as it's like deflected in different directions. And Ari, you're going to take three harm, ignore armor. Oh God. As this holy energy just like envelops you. Ray Ray, this is what you see when you come out of the woods. You see just like holy light, just like exploding up against the car, which seems to be unscathed. It does move from just the pressure of being hit by Ari up against it. And you see this, uh, what looks very much to be like an angel sort of standing on its wings, its torso suspended in in the air. But Payne has a hand on this bolt that's stuck in its torso that looks exactly like the bolt that Claude has and is carrying out from the woods towards them. He's sort of getting ready to throw it. Oh, this is a beautiful moment. (laughs) It It all circles back. How close am I to the car? It's probably about 20 or 30 feet ahead of you from the woods. I would like to run to the car, grab the car door, and Captain America to up to Claude. Yeah. If you weren't going to do it, I was going to do it. I, I knew someone was going to do it. I was hoping for pain. I couldn't lift that. We all saw it day. happening, though. No, well, no, Ray, no, Ray Ray's in the mood for Marvel right now. I want a Captain yeah. America. No, we just talked about it. That's perfect. I want a Captain America shield that at Claude. Let's have you just act under pressure, but you have to roll it twice. Okay. That's an eight. Eight, even on the second roll? I rolled two sixes. Oh, good, okay. Or no, two no two sevens. Plus one. Plus one. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, Ray, you run up to the car, you grab the car door, and you just chuck it up into the air towards Claude, who's about to throw this bolt to have a second corruption of evil into the, into the snow angel. And uh, it causes him to just drop the bolt to the ground, and it falls into the snow. Dang, I always wanted to do that. Payne, let's see what you got. You're going to get plus two from Ari's uh, banish a thing, because it is actively being banished and you can also use your second hold to get plus two so that would be plus four if you need it Mm. well it's a seven on the dice so plus four (laughs) is another 11 awesome Ari, as you fall to the ground, barely staying conscious from the sheer pain of just hanging on to life at this point, you see through your squinting eyelids, you watch Sarah peel this thing right out of the of the angel's torso. It kind of like falls to the ground. It still burns your fingers, Sarah, to hold it. So you probably just immediately drop it as soon as you yank it free. And the angel rears back and sort of like falls down to the snow and just right off the bat there's a change in this thing's behavior it's not hostile anymore it's just sort of laying there with labored breaths am i like pushed into the car what happened was it force damage was it did i it was holy damage like it Hmm. almost like i mean it 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 separated once it hit you as if it was like yeah yeah exactly but um it didn't hurt the car because the car is protected from the outside (laughs) great (laughs) <laughs> but uh, but it definitely hurt you, oh, and yeah, good. I should build my suit out of whatever that car is built out of. <laughs> what do I do? Like shake it? Do I just <laughs> what <laughs> to wake it up? What do I do? I hold up the arrow and say, "Did you drop this?" <laughs> 
I will try to to communicate with this angel somehow. Okay. So you walk up to it and it sort of like lifts up its head and looks at you. It lifts up its head and the mask that makes up its face is it has gone from like dirty and cracked in places to pristine and and shiny and has sort of like a golden color to it and instead of inky black voids behind its eyes there is just bright holy light its mouth doesn't move still but you hear almost just as if it's in your own head you have saved me i guess but i i need you to help my friend i am weak but i think i can still help your friend I thought you were about to say lick his wounds, and it just alarmed <laughs> me. I can lick his wounds with my scary face. If you would just lick his wounds, he will be healed. <laughs> like and a cat. Smell his hair. <laughs> Did you say smell his hair? The snow angel uh, <laughs> looks... The snow angel. <laughs> it's a snow angel. That's the monster. <laughs> I never made this connection. Me neither. The snow angel looks up at Ari. I am weak, but I think I can help him. And starts to sort of crawl over towards Ari. <laughs> I don't like it when this thing crawls. Me neither. Heal my friend, please. So, Ray Ray, you have thrown this car door at the imp, and it sort of drops the arrow to the snow, but it's going for that arrow. It's going to try this again if you don't do something. Uh, yeah, I tackle him out of the air. Yeah, I think this is you trying to use your powers to kick some ass. So, yeah, roll act under pressure. Okay. Please be more. Oh, it is. So that's a seven. I haven't been making you roll twice to do the act under pressure, so it would have been a seven anyway. But first one's a seven. The other one was a eight <coughs> or a nine. So either way. So now you do have to roll twice to kick some ass, but you get your weird. Okay. That is another seven. All right. So you're going to do harm to each other. But oh yeah, he's I mean, he's taken enough harm at this point. He you knock him back with your with your claws. He's going to look up at you and um and he sees that the angel has been healed and he he knows that the angel is way more powerful than he is. Uh so he's going to look at you and he just he sees that he's outmatched and he's going to start to flee. He's running away from the bolt that he the evil bolt that he created. I would like to kick some ass one more time. <laughs> go, I want I want one full success. Just or really, I just want to restrain him. Sure. So I don't have to kick some ass. I'll just kick some ass. So act under pressure. Yep. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. That's nine or ten. And now. Come on, baby. Give me a full success. Not, mm-hmm. not give me a full success. That is an eight. Uh, okay, in that case, you're going to... Oh, wait, did you roll twice? I rolled twice, yep. Okay. So nine and an eight. In that case, you are going to claw him in the back as he tries to run away. I think that maybe... Maybe he's fast enough to where you weren't even able to punch him. You were just able to kind of get him with your claws. He sort of hits the ground. He falls forward and hits the ground and dissipates into a cloud of black smoke. And you smell the strong smell of sulfur as a uh, cloud has been defeated completely. And you hear just hear you just hear. Bye. Little, little more. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I I got the red guy. <laughs> Did he turn into dust? What happened to him? He puffed into smoke. 
pretty much. The angel is able to heal Ari. It it heals you, Ari, to... It, like, stabilizes you okay. and causes it to where there's no lasting damage. Uh, but you're still pretty in a lot of... You're still in a lot of pain, very sore. Thank you. Where do you come from? There are places, Ari Green, where, where even a dryad can't go. If at all possible, don't come back here. I go where my purpose dictates. And before I leave, I must do what I came here to do. What is that? Oh, God. Kills me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think I know what's about to happen. I think Papa Crane is dying. I came here because a child said a prayer that an angel might heal her sickly grandfather so that her dad would no longer be so sad. There's only one way for him to move on. Its wings start to flap, and then it floats over to the house and disappears. You hear a man say, Oh, oh no. And then you hear a little girl crying. And flights of angels sing thee to thy rest. And you all get back in the cop car, broken though it may be, and head back to the infirmary at the LaRue Wildlife Retreat. Jesus Christ. I'm pregnant, Ian, and you can't say sad things. <laughs> Are we driving off, and is the snow turning back to July sun? As the car drives down Highway 98 towards the LaRue Wildlife Retreat, you see the snow melting all around you. You see a winged figure far up in the sky, flying up and up until it disappears. Was it Claude, or was it the angel? <laughs> Claude's dead. We'll never know. You all end up in the secret infirmary under the animal hospital. I need to ra- raise my hand for a moment. What are we doing about the door on the car? <laughs> Sir, I, got a, I mean, I got a crew. Ray, Ray, can you hold <laughs> hold the door while we drive? <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I have to do. Just holding the door on, to, on the car. It still kind of closes in. It just, it's not connected. <laughs> there you go. Like it'll latch at the door. It's just having to hold it a little more. But but no, I figured I'd use crew for the first time and get that door fixed right oh, you up. You do have a crew, don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Perfect. Yeah, Rooster helps you get that all settled together. So you're all in the secret underground base beneath the animal infirmary. And Ari is on one of the tables, like, and you're helping him getting bandaged up. What do you guys do? The creature took care of most of my internal injuries. Everything is on the surface. Just slap some Neosporin and some Band-Aids on it. They're in the cabinet over there. Is this the first time I've been in here? Yeah, I was going to say, Payne, welcome to my mother's secret lair. (laughs) Oh, cool. Loretta and I needed a place. Nope, that sounds like we needed to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Ari's not my dad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the the LaRue family has certain conditions that need a specialized medical touch. Yep, welcome to the uh <laughs> welcome to the bat cave. Or I guess gator cave. Oh the gator cave. <laughs> Loretta called it the burrow. So 
this is where Ari and Miss Loretta hung out. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty big surprise to me, too. Hmm. Hmm. Sus. Well, I have presents, and I'm going to rip presents out of my bag. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, here, I actually tidied up this room, and I made a little living room. A little Aww. living room? A little, like, is it a place space? For you to, is it a place for you to watch sports without being bothered? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'm alive enough to give gifts. <laughs> well, I have presents. It sounds like you're actually getting presents. It does. It really does. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm oh, probably your delivery effects. food. Don't know if now is the time, deputy. For presents? <laughs> it's always time for presents. <laughs> you are obviously you? aren't from around these parts, are you? <laughs> That's a good point. This is my first Gala Kochika Christmas in July, I think. Well, I give... Ari, a little box. Oh, you didn't tell me we were doing this. I got, hold on. I got to go get mine. <laughs> slap, slap, okay, slap, slap, Ari, slap, a little, a little box. And Ray Ray's box is a little bit bigger and flatter. It says machete. No, it's not a machete. <laughs> Deputy Payne, what is this? As Payne hands you her gift to you, Iggy flies out of your jacket and and jingle and jig, j- jiggles no and jingles jiggles <laughs> <laughs> it's very different and jingles jingles with excitement as uh, as as they are very almost more excited to see what what pain got for you uh, than you are well you and Ray Ray have to open them at the same time because they're they kind of go together <laughs> Ray Ray's not back yet. God damn it. Ray Ray needs 15 more minutes. Oh my god. Go and he's getting in costume. Go. (laughs) Oh no. Deputy Payne, go into my jacket pocket. Gross. What is this? My jacket's on the counter. (laughs) Why do you have spaghetti in your jacket? Yeah. First rule of improv. First rule of improv is yes and you have to go with it. It's a it's a handful. Look under the spaghetti. Alright, I will investigate this mystery and pull whatever this is out. Now you have to roll for that. What? It was a joke. It was a monster of the week joke. Come on, guys. What is she (laughs) It's a good it's a good monster of the week joke. What does she pull out of your pocket? You pull out a small potted plant. This is my dad. <laughs> this is our dad. Our dad. Our dad. <laughs> Payne, you pull out a small succulent in a tiny little pot. It's a shade of blue that makes it pretty clear that this is not an a, a plant from the overgrown. It's an unnatural shade of blue. It's on a small stalk. Yeah, when you touch it, sort of a dust, like a little dust or like a smoke comes out of it. Merog helped me retrieve this. It is a succulent only grown in the cloud city of giants. Smell it. Nope, I don't like the way I deliver that line. <laughs> oh, go and smell it. Give, give it a little whiff. <laughs> It won't hurt you, but breathe it in. I very reluctantly sniff this plant. Uh, yeah, tell me what it smells like. It smells like your fondest memory of your whole life. Oh, man, that's that's hard. Yeah, it's probably about your dad, though, ain't it? I was about to say, it's probably like, to tie it all together, it's Mm -hmm. something Christmassy. Yeah, it's like the smell of like a real, what are those trees called? Christmas trees? Real Christmas trees. Pine trees. Fur. (laughs) Fur trees. 
and like you know like cookies baking in the oven and like it immediately makes me think of like my dad and mom happy all right ray ray walks back down the stairs in full santa garb oh yeah (laughs) ho 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 are you an alligator or a person (laughs) i'm I'm a person i'd like to hear your ho 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 as the alligator though can you just give me that Oh, I can't. I can't even do it. I can't. I can't even do it right now. I'm smiling too much. I can't smile that much. You gotta be a gator for this scene, right? No, I'm just gonna not be a gator in this episode. That's just... No, I don't think. I don't think he. Uh, it wouldn't be plausible. Like, what if? What if yeah, somebody there's, saw? There's it, no you know? reason why I'd want to be one. You just want to be a gator in a Santa. I did. I did want to see a gator in a Santa suit. But it doesn't make sense in this one. Like, I just I have no reason to turn into a gator. Well, I have a gift for you. Then, if you want to see a gator in a Santa hat, what? Oh, well, all right. So, yeah, I Ray Ray walks down. I walk down the stairs just in full Santa outfit, carrying two bags, like big bags. Jesus Christ. Not huge bags, no. no, just but just two bags. Okay. Well, ho ho ho, everyone. <laughs> it's been a weird day, but uh, you know, yeah, I did good show. I, I we could still do all this, you know. We won't break our spirits. Sarah says we have to open these at the same time. Well, here y'all go, and I'll hand Sarah and Ari a bag. I'm not good at this who goes first y'all go first i'm bursting at the seams well i'm gonna dig in all right now i recently discovered this thing called etsy <laughs> is this sarah or katie this talking? Sarah. <laughs> it's leading up to the halloween episode where i got oh my, my mithril from etsy <laughs> oh sure 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 so i found this this artist on etsy who will draw a thing for a fabric for you and then they put it on anything you want. So I got Ari a tie and I got Ray Ray a Hawaiian shirt, but they both have the same print and it's like a welcome to Florida postcard like print, but it's got gators with little Santa hats all over it. And it's the most loud and obnoxious tie that Ari has ever seen. This is one. Of the best presents <laughs> anyone's ever given me. Thank you, Miss Sarah. Thank you. I hug Ray Ray, but I'm eyeballing Ari, waiting for him to put the tie on. <laughs> I think Ari's having a bit of an existential crisis thinking about Loretta. Oh, no. <laughs> well, y'all go on, y'all. Uh, y'all, y'all open y'alls. Thank you, Sarah. Would you like me to put it on? Yes. <laughs> what are I, you eating, Sarah? I have chocolate in my mouth. <laughs> Christmas chocolate. Snacks. Were you carrying chocolate this whole time? No, Ray Ray made this the chill spot, so there's snacks everywhere, man. I will put this tie on <laughs> and take off my, what I imagine is a blood-soaked black tie. Thank you. It brings out your eyes. <laughs> Iggy makes a ringing sound that makes it sound like they're laugh, l- laughing, <laughs> like they they think it's funny to see Ari in such a goofy tie. You get to wear it next, Ignis. <laughs> oh. And Ray Ray, what is this? In Payne's bag, there are two things. She sees the entire Lord of the Rings Blu-ray box set. 
Someone was going to do it. I knew it. And she also sees a really nice GPS system. What are you trying to say? Because you're always telling her where to go. I figured you didn't have one of those. <laughs> That's a good point. I got you a really nice one. Oh, Aren't, man. Don't cop cars just come with them? Am I that dumb? <laughs> Not that shitty Gullicoche guy. <laughs> We have never mentioned a GPS in your car, so it's true. And I want to be able to talk through it when I try to contact you. In Ari's bag, he has three things. There's a t-shirt. Oh, God. Which is, it's like a suit t-shirt. Oh, no. See, that that way you can, uh, you know, you can still keep your look, but you're not so hot, you know, because we're in Florida, man. (laughs) Don't. Mention him. Florida man. <laughs> but he also sees a disc man and a CD. Disc man? That's even worse it, than Florida it, man. It's a, it's a disc man with a CD and it's Kiss's greatest hits. <laughs> See, man, you frown a lot. You've been, you've seemed really down. I tell you what, I can't possibly listen to that album without smiling. Which album is it? Hold on, I'm gonna put a song on Ari's playlist after this. But <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever. Heard. Which album is it? It said Kiss Greatest it's, Hits, right? Kiss is Greatest Hits. Oh, perfect! I'll have a lot to choose from. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Ray Ray. I'm just I'm crying. <laughs> I've been wanting the Lord of the Rings on Blu-ray for so long. <laughs> Are they the extended editions? Are they? Of course, of course, it is. They don't. They oh don't my really god. <laughs> I was not expecting this, Ray Ray. There, I believe there's something over here. And I want to go to a cabinet, one of the infirmary's cabinets, and open a drawer where there is a rat gift. A rat? Oh. <laughs> here, Ray Ray. It, I think you should have it. And on the package, it says to Ari from Loretta. Uh, well, this, this is for you. She would want you to have it. Hmm. And I will open it. Inside is just a framed picture of Ari um, kind of scowling a little bit as Loretta stands next to him, smiling in front of what looks to be like a sapphire waterfall behind them uh, in the wild. Ignis is there with them, and she looks happy. A note on top of the frame, it says... Watch after Ray and lighten up. Dang. Thanks, man. Hug. Hug. Thank you. Hug. <laughs> and I give him a big old hug. Oh. While I'm laying on the table. <laughs> yep. It's very awkward. <laughs> I like it. No, I think I got up and got the frame. Yeah, you're you're standing up. And I pull Sarah in. Oh, yeah, a big group what a, hug. What an image. And Ignis flies around the hug. It's <laughs> Do, wait, I need to know though. Does Ari hug them back? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Ari hugs Ray Ray Aww. back. Wow! And then he pulls in Sarah. And then Ignis flies around you in a circle, hugging you in their in their way, and flies off into the night sky, which is for some reason above you, even though you're inside. We pan up and we see the moon, and we see we see Iggy flying up in, into the moon, and then you see Santa's sleigh, the silhouette of it, and you hear. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Santa doesn't need to be real at the end of this story. There, there was nothing implying Santa Claus this whole time. 
You see Florida man in a sleigh <laughs> left pulled by Just scraping <laughs> down the road led by donkey. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> my dice box oh it's just me here now it's the katie show <laughs> oh ryan's back god damn it did you even wash your hands yes <laughs> are you lying because that was very bad <laughs> it was the katie show for two seconds cat what are you doing what are you doing, you stupid bitch? Why are you chasing my foot? <laughs>